Hello and welcome to the Creative Rucksack. I'm your guide on this journey, MK McFadden. This week we're talking about the power of the schedule. Creative routines are fascinating as a whole. The more you learn about how other extremely prolific people made things, the more you realize there's no correct way to do this creativity thing. Some people worked every day at 5 a.m. Some people stayed up all night being creative. Some people worked in fits and starts. Some people had a set thing that they never deviated from. Other people thrived on not consistent schedules. But I think everyone does have a schedule, even if they don't need to. The main person I want to talk about today is Maya Angelou. Uh, I'm going to start off by saying that this information was taken from a thoughtful video from Nathan Drew that I will link in the show notes. He actually lived Maya Angelou's routine for a week to see how it made him feel, and he had nothing but wonderful things to say about it. And after doing a bit more research myself, I, I can honestly agree. She started her days at 5.30 a.m. where she would do her morning routine. Then she would arrive at a hotel room at 7 a.m. with a dictionary, a Bible, a deck of cards, and a bottle of sherry. She would work from 7 a.m. to 2 p.m. before going home, taking a shower, and spending time with her family, and going to bed by 10 p.m. A relatively normal schedule compared to someone like Leonardo da Vinci who participated in polyphasic sleep. So if you don't know what polyphasic sleep is, that is sleeping multiple times a day. Allegedly, Leonardo da Vinci would take six naps evenly distributed throughout the day. In order to, I guess, maximize his potential, he would sleep for 15 minutes every four hours and only get an hour and a half of sleep and he can get, gain an extra six hours a day. I think I would be exhausted, but I guess it worked for him. Back to Maya Angelou, though. She admitted that she would leave her room early if her writing for the day was not going well. And stay later if it was, which I can understand as someone who gets into a flow state very easily. She would rent these hotel rooms to work in every day, which I found fascinating. At that point, she did not have to have a full-time job. Writing was her job. And she would actually show up to work without fail and sit at a desk for at least five hours by herself and getting some work done. She would remove herself from her home environment to work, which I think is something that was probably extremely helpful. I've noticed working from home that personal time and professional time gets a little blurry when you don't leave the environment. Working from home is wonderful. I never want to go back to the office because the lack of commute and the ability to cook dinner at 2 p.m. is something I never want to give up. But the emotional toll that working from home can take because there is no separation of your environment is very true. And if you don't have strong boundaries, your workday can bleed into your personal life just because you're shutting your computer off and you're still in the same mental space as opposed to shutting off your computer and going into your car and driving home. I've gotten better with my environment by making sure my workspace is clean, by making a mental clarification that the day is done. Uh, but I don't have a schedule and I would like one. I, I thrive on a schedule. Before the pandemic, I used to get a ton of stuff done in my 24 hours uh, because I was just scheduled to the gills. I don't think I should get that bad, but I would like a schedule again. I would like some daily direction 
and the priority of what I'm going to spend my energy on. My day job takes over a bit, and the first thing I need to work on is making a schedule for myself. I'm not going to have as much time as my engineer or other writers or painters who, you know, at the height of their career, were getting paid to do their work. I have to work Monday through Friday, and I have to cook and do chores and all that stuff. But I know I can carve out a schedule around my work schedule in order to do the things I want to do, a living, breathing order of affairs, if you will, in order to sustain a creative practice. I think it's going to be a tougher learning curve just because I don't leave my house as much as I used to, but I'm up for the challenge. I will report back my findings in a later episode, I guess. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at the MK McFadden, the show at Spaceport Productions. Questions can be sent to the Creative Rucksack Pod in the videos and articles reference will be in the show notes. And until next time, may your creative adventures be smooth.